Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey ladies, welcome back to a, another episode. I don't episode. get to do the intro. Do you hey wanna do... ladies. <laughs> do you want to do the no. intro? No. <laughs> welcome back to another episode. So anyways, uh, we thought it would be interesting and fun. Was this your idea? I think it was your idea. I think idea. so, yeah. Yeah, to have um, my husband interview me. I'm not sure what questions he's going to ask. I haven't seen them. I don't either. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so just just spitball. Um, spitball, yeah. Tell me, how did this all start? My business? Yeah. yeah. Because I had fibroadenomas and my life was a mess. No, but seriously, I, when I was diagnosed with fibroadenomas, we were dating. Yeah, we were dating. You actually, you had to take me to the doctor because I was like... In denial. I was in denial. And incapable of going on your own. Yeah. I was you didn't out. actually didn't even have a doctor because you had moved down to Kentucky. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I moved down to Kentucky. I graduated college, moved down to Kentucky, did a self-breast exam, and found lumps. Like, massive, like a golf ball. Um, freaked out and called my mom. She told me I had to go to the doctor. And I didn't even have a, an established doctor down here. I hadn't been there that long. But they got me in ASAP. And I went in, and then he sent me to get an ultrasound. And that's where I think you had to take me, because that's when I was, like, freaking out. Um, They told me I had fibroadenomas, which are benign breast tumors, but they recommended I have them surgically removed. And I remember going back in the car and, like, bawling my eyes out, even though I'm like, they're benign. But it was just, like, I don't know. (laughs) It was emotional. Yeah, it was scary. And so, yeah, that's basically what started my health journey, except for... I am going to be completely honest. I did not start my health journey in the healthiest way. I was the, like, 30-day fix looking on Pinterest, the 30-day diet that was going to, like, solve all my issues, the one supplement that was going to change the world for me. Um, Don't ever do that because, like, I hallucinated (laughs) with one of the supplements. Like, what? remember when I took um, iodine? Um. Yeah, it was recommended that I take iodine, and I had hallucinations. <laughs> I remember I telling remember you this. Well, this is, this is before we were married. This was way okay. before we were married. This huh. is like... That sounds fun. It was not. No. Um, <laughs> not fun. Anyways, um, so that's why you don't randomly supplement. You don't, like, go down Dr. Google. Um, <clears throat> wasn't a good idea. Anyways, so... I've so that's come, kind of what started it. Yeah, I've and come then a it's long just been way. One foot in front of the other since then. Yeah, lo- lots of doctors, lots of doctors, lots of learning. So, um, so consider like your hormone journey and your health journey. Yeah. The path. I'm stealing okay. this from Jocko Willink. I don't know. How who long that is. have you been on the path? How long have we been married? Plus. So I would say. Almost 10 years. Have you been on the path the whole time? Or yeah, come on and off? Yeah. Okay. It's been like one foot in front of the other. 
some seasons more intense, some seasons more laid back, but yeah. So if you could go back to the start of when you got on the path, what would you do differently? Oh my god, I'd go find somebody who knew what they were talking about. Okay. I would go find... How would you find someone? Like, so like you're, again, you go back to that, I don't know, you're probably like 22, 23, something like 21. that. 21. Whatever. Um, and so like, you know... No, I was younger than that. But yeah, keep going. Either way. <laughs> I mean, you were, you were graduated from school, right? So 21, yeah. 22. Yeah, so it's been like nine years. Yeah, but either way. So like what, you're that same young lady again. Okay. What do you do differently? With the knowledge that I have now, I would say word of mouth. Go find somebody with a similar experience and talk to them and figure out who have they, who have they learned to who have they gone to because what I learned the hard way is that not all naturopaths are created equal not all practitioners are created not all <laughs> naturopathic doctors are created equal and so just because it's naturopathic doctor doesn't mean necessarily that we're going to jive or you know it's going to be a good fit um so I would say finding someone who's been through a similar experience and then um who did they work with or even just going on the social medias and finding <clears throat> someone and then talking to their clients or looking at their testimonials. The thing that took me the longest is that I was just throwing spaghetti at a wall. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just trying random stuff. Plus then your spaghetti doesn't taste very good. <laughs> it doesn't. And then on top of it, I didn't realize that a lot of these things were like lifestyle shifts that I would have to make you know, to put my body in a healing environment. I was just under this impression that it was a 30-day fix, you know. I just hadn't quite found the 30-day fix yet. So <clears throat> Eventually you'd run out of 30 days, though. <laughs> um, that <would> fix you. <laughs> so, yeah, I would go find somebody who's been through it, someone who has experience, um, someone who has knowledge, and make sure they resonate with you. Like, I think that's important, too. Can I push back on that a little bit? Oh, dear. Okay. So I, I feel like you kind of did that, though, because didn't your mom have the same issues that you did? She never told me. But didn't you go to her, though, and then she was like, here, try these things? Oh, no. Well, my mom had fibroadenomas. Um, but she never had any of the other issues? No. Okay. Okay, that's no. fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, my mom <clears throat> had fibroadenomas. My mom never got rid of them, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would, like, she was like, they went away when I went through menopause. But the thing is, <clears throat> I should ask my, I don't understand this. Like, I very recently found out that my mom had fibroadenomas. Yeah. When I told her I had fibroadenomas, like, she, it was not something she was like, oh, yeah, I had those. It's, like, whatever. I, I was panicking alone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, just not talked about. Even, even to this day, I don't know if it's that generation. I think sometimes when I talk about period issues with my mom, she's even just like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Doesn't but, she listen to the podcast? I think so. So she does like the stuff. She's just still in the awkward phase. <laughs> she just doesn't. Um, she doesn't necessarily want to like talk about it all the time. I That's guess fair. depends. It depends. It would probably be awkward with your kid. I don't know. Like, I don't think so. I don't know. But um, she had fibroadenomas, and I know she had period cramps. But again, like at this point, I think my mom. My, yeah, my mom was postmenopausal, so it's like different ball game. And she had never, my mom had never come out on the other side. Yeah. 
So, you know, like you have to find someone with a similar story, but has come out on the other side. That's my massive bruise from getting my blood drawn the other day. So sore. We're going to take a quick moment for today's sponsor. So I know you love seed cycling, but you're really struggling to figure out what to get your seeds in. You're like, okay, it's kind of boring just sticking them in a smoothie. So I have a couple suggestions for you. If you don't already do um, the energy ball seed cycling balls, you are missing out. Let me give you a recipe. So this is my favorite one of all time, but I use two cups of gluten-free oats, glyphosate-free oats. I use one cup of nut butter and then one cup of the seeds of whatever phase I'm in. So if I'm in my follicular phase um, or period, I'm going to be doing one cup of the pumpkin and flaxseed blend. So that's going to be the nurture blend from Funkit Wellness. I do less than a half a cup of honey. Sometimes I sprinkle some hemp hearts in there or chia seeds. I'll do a sprinkle of some Celtic sea salt and then a teaspoon of vanilla. And then if you're feeling spicy, I like to do some um, poo chocolate chunks. Those are really good. Mix it all up. I stick it in the fridge, kind of, um, you know, solidify for a second, pull it back out, roll it into balls and voila, you can have two of those a day, get your season and thoroughly enjoy your life. The other way that I really like getting them in is overnight oats or protein oats. So if you, this is really good if you have to be somewhere in the morning, right? So I will do like half a cup of oats and then you can put some raw dairy in there if you're okay with that or some coconut milk and you cover, you cover the oats so they're fully submerged. And then I'll put my two tablespoons of seeds in there. And then I typically will do a protein powder as well. And then a little bit more fat, so some nut butter and then you cover and you stick it in the fridge and well I'll mix it up you guys and then I will pull that out the next morning and I will top it with some berries and then I typically will add some meat on the side to make sure I'm getting in enough protein for my breakfast but that's another great way to get your seeds in and it's super fast morning breakfast so highly recommend to make this even faster I of course am using my Funkit Wellness seeds because I don't have to grind them because they grind them right before they are shipped to me these are B Corp organic certified seeds you guys you can taste the difference I 1000% recommend them plus you don't have to have like a million bags of seeds in your pantry because they have the nurture blend which is your pumpkin and flax seeds and then they have the radiate blend which is your sesame and sunflower so you just have these two two tiny bags of seeds instead of tons of bags of seeds all over the place right so you can get their subscription so they're shipped to your house every single month and they're ground right before they're shipped to you so they're not going to go rancid okay so go get the subscription go to Funkit wellness do the subscription you'll get free shipping yes 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 and a discount then use the code leah 15 l-e-a-h 15 to save even more money making it super cost effective but let's be real you guys this is saving you time you know and if you want to be consistent with seed cycling you need to figure out how to fit it in your life in a way that you don't have to think very hard about it and that is what Funkit wellness brings to you is it makes it so easy to be consistent and then of course you're going to see results because you're being consistent so with that being said what was the most important thing that you did do when you were first starting out (laughs) and again that's hard it's hard to say but like you know like what was what was the thing you did right maybe let's go there kept looking um i think that was took action basically yeah Yeah. i kept looking and i would implement asap 
But I think one of the biggest things is just knowing that somehow it had to do with my nutrition and okay. lifestyle instead of just like what like pharmaceutical drug can I go on? Like I, I just the belief that I could fix it, I guess. Okay. So you're saying the belief that you could fix it is a good thing. Yeah. Kind of thing, as opposed to just being like stuck with this. Okay. Or like this is just normal. So like yeah. did you have any doctors, uh, or like other health professionals just be like Oh, this is normal. No. No. Not with fibroadenomas. Okay. Yeah. Um, not with my fibroid like they never they said they're common, like a lot of women have them, but like they were always like, Oh, you should have this removed or whatever. Um the one thing that looking back I just find so wild to me is they never asked me about my cycle you know like i remember who's like you're when they doctors, were diagnosing yeah, your fibroadenomas or what or just asking me questions about my health in general like they ran genetic tests they ran like heavy metal they, they ran all sorts of tests and it was just oh you have high estrogen and your liver has issues and that was just like you know, the answer to that was let's put you on progesterone cream. Never like let's figure out why your estrogen's higher, why your progesterone's low. Um, and I remember going to my, I, th I think primary care doctor one time, and he was like, "Okay, what day of your cycle are you on?" And I was like, "Day two. And he was like, "So you're on your period right now?" And I was like, "Yes." And I was looking at him like he was crazy because I'm just like, in my mind, my cycle was my period. And I know a lot of women think that. Like, you don't think of it being cyclical. You're just like, your cycles, your period, five days, and then you're back to your life normal. or whatever. Yeah. So you're abnormal for five days and then normal for <laughs> 23? I don't know. I just remember looking at him like he had two heads. But... um. The, none of them talked to me about my cycle and the fluctuations of the hormones and why was estrogen an issue with my progesterone and there was no education and yeah. there was no there was no looking at my body as a whole it was i would go in tell the doctor what was going on i can fix it and it would always this magic supplement or this like um it was always a lot of money supplement and it was always this very intense nutrition plan that was extremely restrictive um and but none of them looked at my body as a whole okay but like none of them so like other <clears throat> than like supplementation and stuff <clears throat> like that none of them were like necessarily dismissive because i feel like a lot of times you no. help women and their their care providers are dismissive of that and i'm just wondering how like a lot of people can have that problem but you never did like was it just luck of the draw or did you know how to pick people or um, part of it was luck of the draw. I will say that all of the naturopaths and physicians that I went to had, were referrals <clears throat> from people, not people who had similar issues as me. It was just like, hey, what naturopath do you go people to? People you knew and trusted. Yeah. And so, like, they never dismissed me and told me, like, I was crazy. But, like, they would just always hone in on one thing. Like, oh, your fibroadenomas are because of estrogen so we're just going to like put you on an estrogen lowering supplement opposed yeah. to like why is your you know this is me now going like why was my estrogen high you yeah. know like why <clears throat> was it an issue um but no they were never dismissive but they were always referrals from people i knew yeah even if it wasn't the same condition so maybe that's why okay 
So, <clears throat> not the most important thing, but like what's your, maybe, maybe most important thing, but what's your favorite thing you're doing for your health right now? Or most important, one um, of the two. Can I have two? You have to rank order them though. Yeah, you can have two. They can be tied for first place. Okay, so I think a big one is like... Are you our favorites or most important? This is most important. Okay. Um, is a hair mineral analysis, like staying on top of my mineral testing. Because like, especially How through, often do you test your minerals? Um, you, I mean, you can test them every like four to six months. Oh, okay. Um, depending on what you have going on. I specifically like know that pregnancy tanks my minerals and so that's like I think the most important thing really that I'm so doing. So like staying on on top of what's going or yeah. tracking. Yeah maybe. staying on top of the customization <clears throat> that I need in my supplements especially through pregnancy because that's really important to me is to support Killian. Um, but then also working with Kara actually because like we're working so much I'm just like. Who's Kara? Oh my god. <laughs> my nerd. Do, do all of the people on your massive podcast know who Kara is? Probably not. Kara is my coach. Um and she's like Health coach? No, she's a business slash like mindset. My life, la life slash coach? like my like I don't know. Like she's just my friend <laughs> that I pay. I pay her to be my friend. <laughs> um but I've been working with her since this is Landon. 30 people. <laughs> She's Leah's not 30. I know that. But, um, yeah, you I'm have getting, to pay people to be your friend. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been working with her since Landon was three months old, though. So, like, I, she started out as strictly a business coach. But then as she's, like, transformed in coaching from what she's learned, um, we do a lot of mindset and nervous system. And, like, um, she's, like, trauma certified. I'm not saying, like, I have traumatic life or anything. But, she does. Um, <laughs> I think it's just very... to hear all the horror stories from my work because you know I'm a doctor, so it gets very uh, oh my lanta. Which, by the way, how does it feel to be married to a doctor? It's good, it, it's really nice when you can give me adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Though. So, Kara, um, Kara is one of the most important things, yeah, for your health right now. Why is that since she's not a health coach? Um, because lowering my stress levels and prioritizing, like, managing my stress and, like, regulating my nervous system is, like, one of the best things I could do for my health, you know, mm -hmm. because stress is such a, has such an impact on your hormones and your health. And so, you know, I'm taking care of my health from, like, the health standpoint, and I have people in my corner for that, but, like, having someone make sure I'm, like, taking care of my mental health is really important. Because and... all your systems are related? Yeah. So that brings up another question. So in, in like physical therapy, we get a lot of like back pain. Not anymore because I do home health. Um, but all you outpatient physical therapists, you, know, you get a lot of back pain. Yeah. And so people have back pain a long time, like especially if it started when they were younger and now they're, you know, 55 and they've had this back pain for 30 years. Like it's a chronic chronic condition and they almost kind of identify by it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole bunch of research on this. Um, but, like, a lot of the times, even if you fix the problem, they'll still have pain. Mm -hmm. um, 
and like it's called thalamic gating and stuff and there's a whole bunch of techniques you can employ as a physical therapist to go about fixing that but with that being said can do you find or do you know and maybe you don't know but it can that be true for other other things so like say you're a woman and you've had like hormonal problems since you were you know since you started having hormones you know mm-hmm. not started but like you know since you went through puberty or whatever mm-hmm. and now you're 35 so you know for the past 20 years i think i did that math right for the past like 20 years you know you've had issues like could it be possible that you like fix the problem and then like you keep having problems because like and again it's not that the person's crazy or mm-hmm. anything but like there's like a thalamic gating process there that's yeah. really important in getting them to fix the problem sort of thing or i'm gonna say like yes and no as in i if you don't support the mental health at the same time then i think you're not going to see as many results i will say that my clients that see the best results are the ones that are also seeing a therapist at the same time or have someone well, like a, an emotional therapist yeah. or yeah. like a physical therapist occupational therapist. oh sorry like a like a uh th- what are the mental therapists called psychotherapists thank you <laughs> um or at least someone in their corner um you know like a life coach or someone that can help guide them through those things because so many emotions come up you know as you're healing and i think also letting go of that identity of being sick you know like i think i held on to that for a really long time of like oh i just i have hormonal issues like i have fibroadenomas like you know that's my story that's who i am um so in that case yes but like also no also no because like if you fixed your hormones they're fixed yeah you know they're fixed i do have to say though and ptsd is not the right word i'm like it's almost but like there are times when like i'll start my period and i'll get that like warming sensation in like my lower abdomen and i used to have horrific period cramps and so i'll get that warming sensation and it doesn't go past that but like i'll get it and i immediately i'm just like oh my lanta like it's like that fear of like oh my gosh i get that and i'm sure other people get that too but i don't think that's the same thing kind of i guess um interesting so (laughs) i don't know why that was so funny um i had a question and it just like completely flipped my mind anyway we'll go on to the next question so we covered like the thing that's like the most important or your favorite thing you're doing right now what's something that you're like struggling with oh and i remembered the question so i'm gonna write it down okay the thing i'm struggling with in my health just like in it could be your health it could be something else um i still struggle with setting boundaries like i like have such a guilt trip about it like um but i can't be on my phone answering questions all the time and i can't you know like i have to also be a wife and a mom and you know and it's it's hard and that's why i put out all of these free resources but i definitely deal with the guilt trip of like you know it's hard it's hard to i want to be able to help a lot of people but there's only one of leah the guilt trip of what what's the guilt guilt trip from what? of like i can't answer everybody's questions and like also legally like i can't answer questions that you know like if we don't have a client coach relationship 
and I, I always feel bad being like, sorry, I can't answer that question, <laughs> you yeah. know, because um, I know they need help and they're just out there. So that's the hardest thing, honestly, I think is setting boundaries and knowing like I, I have to say no. Sorry, I can't do that. Oh, that's good. And so the question that I remembered is mm-hmm. when you think about yourself, because like we all have like a mental image yeah. of what we see ourselves as. So like a good example for me to kind of frame this question is like when I go to buy alcohol, like I always like, I'm like, I have to get my ID out because like I, I still feel like I'm a 19 year old kid or like yeah. when I'm at work and I'm talking to people, I still see myself as a 19 year old. I don't know what that is. If there's like psychologists yeah. or psychiatrists out there, they can probably diagnose me because like, I don't know if it was just like an important growth period I went through. So I very highly identify by that age and then I'm like wait I'm way closer to 30 so it's like it's weird I kind of view myself in that way so like when you in your mental image of yourself like do you see yourself as like you're healed and everything now Mm -hmm. and like your your hormonal issues are kind of behind you or do you still kind of view yourself as this person with all these issues still I don't view myself as a person with all these issues anymore no okay I think that was like, again, that's the mindset trip because I was thinking about that when you were asking a question and I feel like so much of my story was identifying as someone with fibroadenomas and it's like, I rarely talk about it and I, and I should, because that's still like the beginning part of my journey, but like they're gone, you know? So it's just like, and I haven't had period cramps in like years. So, um, I don't. I I don't identify as someone with issues, but I can also, but I also think that my journey is always learning and always growing because I think there's always something to work on with your health. And I think that, you know, there's always something to improve upon and to learn about. You have to always stay consistent. Yeah. Um, So no, I don't say I identify as that, but I will say like, when I think back to who that person was, like I can really empathize with my clients because I've been there where it's like 10 hours of sleep and I'm so tired I can't even function. Probably getting too much sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And not understanding why and like crying on the couch and just not not knowing what to do um, and feeling super lost. So I definitely remember that and it sucked. yeah that's that's tough um so yeah so i I don't know where this came from but this question just came into my mind okay how many books have you read this week (laughs) a lot how many like give me a number um probably five Oh, okay, that's not as high. So, like, this woman, you guys, like, she'll be like, hey, I'm going to the library. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, she's gone for, you know, however long. It's right down the road, so it doesn't take long to get there. So she goes there and she comes back. And she'll literally have, like, like a stack in her, like, from, like, waist up to her head. It's typically and it's like, only, like, seven. I max out at seven or eight. You've come home with way more than seven Okay, it was like, It was a rare And time. I'm like, okay, like, so, like, especially over the winter like she was reading a ton of books and like she would come home with all these books and i'd be like that's probably like enough books to last like a couple months and i'm like (laughs) how often does the library like require you to return books and she's like oh every couple weeks or whatever and i was like you're gonna read 32 novels in a week (laughs) so yeah she reads a lot of books but anyway where i'm going with that is what are your hobbies 
<laughs> what do you do for fun? You know, this or is... to relax. This is really hard. I've asked you this question before I and you didn't know. have an answer, so I'm circling back. I know. It's because I used to ride and... Um, ride motorcycles? Horses. And if you don't know, I used to have a horse and we had to get rid of her less than a year ago. Not get rid get... of her? <laughs> well, no, I, I gave, we her, gave her away. I gave her to a friend. Um, and she's living her best life, literally. Like, she's so spoiled. But I had her since I was in high school, like a freshman in high school. Um, and I broke her and everything. And so she was definitely my hobby. And I love riding. I still love riding. But um, I don't ride when I'm pregnant. Um, and so when you asked me that question, I still kind of am just like, uh, I walk. But that's not really a hobby. But I do find that really relaxing. And you, you read novels. Um, I do read <laughs> So you used to watch a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Um, there was debate at work before whether or not that was a hobby. Yeah. Um, Is it? But, a, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I used, well, before we had Landon, like if I was working at home or something, like I hate the silence. Yeah. So I would turn on TV shows to like keep me company while I cleaned or did whatever. Um, I read a lot. I also, like, I don't know, I feel like in some ways, like, my my business, my health, like, used to be a hobby, but literally it's, like, a full-fledged business now. now. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it, but yeah. it, it's a business. Um, You're too busy grinding to have hobbies. <laughs> um, I do like reading health books, too. Yeah. That's fun. Um, I feel like you, you like... Like, I don't want this to sound, like, stereotypical oh, or, dear. like, judgmental, but I feel like you, you enjoy, like, buying things. I do. You, you know? Like, I think you just like to get new things. And, like, whether, again, so it's it a broad... It could It could literally be, like, um, greens powder or something like that. But, mm -hmm. like, I feel like you just like to... Gift giving is my love language. Yeah, gift giving and then just, like, trying new things almost. I so, like, like I think you like to kind of experiment... So I'm a yes good... and no, because whenever we go to a restaurant, I can order w for you. Like, it, it's anything Italian. It's going to be, like, fettuccine Alfredo every single freaking With time. chicken. Um, but, it's like, so I feel like when it comes to, like, supplements and health things, like that glucose mm -hmm. monitor, like, you're just like, oh, I'm going to try that this. That was so yeah. fun. We're bringing them on. Or maybe they've already done an episode oh, cool. about it. Um I like experimenting with things. So, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes that means buying stuff. <laughs> so what's a hobby that you want to try? Since um, you don't have any and you're a boring person. I'm not boring. I, I, I read. Um, I walk. Um, okay, so I really do want to learn tennis, but it's just like... You can't, can't really do that when you're no. nine months pregnant. Um, and I really do like cooking. Like, I wouldn't say I make gourmet meals all the time, but when I do make gourmet meals, like, watch out. No, I'm just kidding. I would, I really want to take a cooking class. Yeah. Like, I want to take, like, cooking classes. I think that would be really fun. You should do it. Okay. So, what's something you're really excited about? Or maybe even slightly excited about? I'm really excited about having Killian. Yeah. I mean, Aside being on the that, other side of labor. Like, that's obvious. What's <laughs> something else? Um... <laughs> I I don't know. I'm really excited about growing the podcast. I know that's weird because we're talking on it, but like, 
I just think like the opportunities that we have coming with it is really exciting for everybody involved, listeners and producers. Producer. I guess I'm a single person. Um, I'm really excited about your new job. Yeah? Why? I just think I like the schedule better. And um, I, I don't know. I was going to take some, like, herbology, herb, herbologist, herbalist. No, Isn't I was, that what they call people who sell weed? No. <laughs> I was, was going to take classes, um, like, uh, some classes in that. I, I thought that would be fun. Um, but, yeah, I guess it makes me a nerd because that's what I was excited about. I am really excited about watching Landon be a big brother. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So, hmm... What's your favorite food? Rapid fire. Right now, yeah. peaches. Peaches? What's your favorite color? Pink. What's your favorite car? I have no idea. Uh, what car do I drive? A, 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 a Volkswagen? Jetta? Jetta? Yeah. Jetta. It's, it's a good car. Favorite vacation spot you want Beach. to go to? I want to go to Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Why? Because I want to sit in one of those overwater bungalows. Okay. Um, of the... Are those like world trademark things? Not world trademark, but like the seven natural like world oh. natural wonders of the world. That's what I'm trying to say. Which one would you? You could only go to one. Which one are you going to? That's that's not a nice question. Pick one. Isn't the forest one like the rainforest or like the? It, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I want to see that. Want to see the rainforest? Yeah. Okay, so. Pyramids or the Great Wall of China? Pyramids. Pyramids? Okay. Um, let's see. So, Antarctica? Mm-hmm. Any desire to go there and see it? No. No? Why not? It's too cold. Too cold. What about, like, I'm trying to think of what it's the hottest place on Earth is. Probably, like, um, either, like, Death Valley or, like, over in, like, Middle East or Africa where it's, mm-hmm. like, super hot. Any desire to go there? Nope. What's the craziest thing you would... I want to take a moment to invite you and let you know that applications for one-on-one coaching are open. The next round is in November. And I'm super excited about it. So I just wanted to share a little bit about what you can expect from one-on-one coaching. Like, is one-on-one coaching even a good fit for you? So application for... One-on-one coaching is in the link in my bio. Go ahead and click that. Um, you can read even more about it. Link in my bio. Leo, why do I keep saying that? Link is in the show notes. Get it together. And you can go ahead and apply there. You do have to apply for one-on-one coaching. We do have limited spots available. We only take 10 at a time because we obviously work very closely with you. We run labs, all that good stuff. So I want to tell you a little bit about kind of what happens. So It is four months and we will work together closely during that time. You get three group calls a week. And the reason why I do group is I wanted a combination of you getting one-on-one coaching from me, but also a community of women that are working together for the same goals because it can be lonely and it can be frustrating. And also on top of that, everybody has different questions. So it's fun to get to know um, like other aspects of health and you're like, oh my gosh, I was struggling with that, but I didn't even maybe realize, but somebody else asked a question. And then, so I love the community aspect of that as well. 
but you do have Voxer support, which is a voice text messaging app Monday through Friday. It's like having your practitioner in your back pocket. We do run labs. Um, a Dutch hormone panel and a hair mineral analysis are both included and you will get that um, test sent to you and then you get the analysis video, everything broken down, personalized protocols, all of that good stuff. So one-on-one coaching would be for you over like a group program. A, you need way more customized support. You want that longer container. You want to run the labs. You are just like, I have a thousand questions and I want to be able to talk to you and have your eyeballs on my, like my food journal every single week. I want you to be like really in depth on what's going on in my cycle. Maybe you have endometriosis, maybe you have like a chronic condition, um, you've been struggling for a really long time, or you're just like, you know what, I really just want the dedicated one-on-one support, um, then this would be for you. So I have a bunch of testimonials from when I worked with. If you go to the application, you can go ahead and look at them. Um, and of course, I love connecting you with some of my previous um, one-on-one clients. If you're like, hey, I want to talk to someone who's been through it because I understand it can be like a scary investment. But at the same time, like you guys, your health is so worth it. If you've been feeling crappy for a really long time, I mean, it's priceless. It's priceless to finally feel better. I've worked with so many endo clients and women who just have been feeling horrible for so long and I love hearing from you that you know you are a nurse and you don't have to call in sick anymore because of your periods you have energy you don't have to like rely on coffee anymore you play with your kids again I get messages from husbands being like I have my wife back um so if you are interested in this then I would highly recommend going and applying and then we will chat um all details about everything that's included pricing and everything is in the application you have ever done you know it's the craziest <laughs> thing you would like to do where like people nor a normal person would be like that's crazy and again it could be like it doesn't have to be like something physically you do it could just be like oh I would love to read 48 books in a day or something like that i have no desire to do that well like what um, would be like what's something that you want to do that a normal person would be like i i wouldn't do that okay i have to think about that um i do want to ride uh probably a mule actually on the grand canyon versus a horse they're more sure-footed um but i don't know i think everyone should want to do that that's cool i'd be down um, for that. i'd want to i want to run so I want to do, like, there's an ultra marathon in the yeah. Grand Canyon. It's called Peak to Peak to Peak. So you start on one side, run to the other side, oh and then goodness. run back to the other side. That's hard. It'd be fun. Um, I think it'd be really cool to do trick riding, but I don't know. That shit might have sailed in my life. Mm. They, they probably have that thing for uh, seniors like oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel like all the stuff I did with horses, I, I love that. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, why did you want to like get up so early to go like clean, you know, however many stalls and ride a horse. And I loved doing that. That was fun. Also helped keep me grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think of questions. Um, so what of the things we're getting more serious again? Sorry, people. Okay. Um, what are the things that I do? is like very helpful to you because like you ask like i feel like you get asked a lot like oh what yeah. things do th like does the guy do that's helpful so now it's your turn to answer that question what things do i do are like 
helpful to you uh, in do you, your health Do you just want to feel journey? really good about yourself for a minute? No, I'm honestly <laughs> curious because, like, I feel like I answered the question. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really necessarily know if, like, or maybe there's something I do and I just am, I don't really realize. But, yes, you can also talk about any other areas that I excel because there are many. <laughs> um. Okay, so I get asked. I'm, I'm going to give this in multiple ways i get asked all the time multiple ways i'm good (laughs) how i run a business and have a husband and have kids and am pregnant with another kid um i have a role to play in that (laughs) (laughs) oh my land so um and the answer is genuinely you like i yes i have a team um that helps support me. Like, you know, I have Morgan, who's amazing. Um, you know, Kara, who is my coach. And um, I'm trying to think of all the people I have. I think we have five people on the, oh, we have a lot of people. Um, so that is a huge reason is I have learned to delegate. Um, so I have a lot of support. But um, you understanding and being supportive is the main reason why I I can do this. Because when I first started, like you were helping me do my website because like I am so technologically challenged. Um, And, you know, we look at the schedule ahead of time and I'm like, hey, like I have to do calls this night and you will, um, you know, put Landon to bed. Actually, you do that most nights. But, um, bonding time you'll listen for him or um when i'm super busy and you know that i have a lot of like schedules you make dinner yeah um flexibility yeah i think we're good at communicating and teamwork is really useful i think that's the biggest one i feel Um, so like i feel like those are all things in our relationship and stuff and i'm and like helping you do your business but i mean more so like for your hormonal health and like your health as a person so put your business and our relationship and everything aside so like when your clients ask you like oh like what things yeah. does your husband do that's like helpful or like you know, or ask advice about their husband okay. so like what things so, so like i a lot of times would talk about like i'm down for new foods i'm down to yeah. try new things and it's like i feel like those are good answers but like at the same time they're probably not all that helpful to you I think the biggest thing that you do is you pay attention to ingredients. And so, like, you aren't constantly bringing in food to the house or products to the house or anything where I'm just, Except like... that wing sauce I bought. Yeah, that... that. <laughs> but besides that, genu- genuinely, generally, you are quite good at it. Um, I distinctly remember. So this is when I was just like, wow, like, you are... You're... You have... You have reached like the point of like really supportive in hormones is this was back when I couldn't have dairy um and you were like I made straw chocolate covered strawberries for dessert and I like I don't know if you could just see the fear wheels in my I was like oh my gosh these are gonna make me feel so sick and you were like I got organic strawberries and I got the dairy-free like chocolate that doesn't have soy in it. And I was just like, oh, I love Cause you. Because it's like your favorite dessert. It is, Next yeah. Next to like Grater's raspberry chocolate chip ice cream is probably your favorite. Yeah. 
Or cheesecake. Sometimes you really like cheesecake. You make really good cheesecake. Um, okay, so. But I would say, yeah, paying attention. Just paying attention to, like, what foods I'm needing and paying attention to ingredients and making that a priority instead of, like, being like, oh, my gosh, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. you, you got on board. Okay. So I am out of water, so I just have a couple more questions. <laughs> 75 heart. I got to get that gallon of water, and I'm really thirsty. I know. Um, anyway. So I don't know what order these podcasts will be released in because they'll be released when you're on maternity leave, probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere around there. I don't know. If, but spoiler alert, if it's not out yet, I am a guest on your podcast. So now yeah. that I've come onto your podcast, <laughs> who's the, your next favorite person that you've interviewed? So like if somebody wants to go back and listen to probably your favorite other episode. Oh, my Lanta. Okay. Can or, I... or it could be somebody who's going to be on, who like yeah. you either recorded and it's going to be released, or somebody you know you're going to do one with. Who is that other episode? But I feel like that's insulting to the other people. I think. I mean, maybe it is. That's probably insulting to be like, this is my favorite person. Yeah. Um, so I... that's fair. So let me rephrase that okay. question. We'll just go with it's me. Just say <laughs> yes. it's I'm your. You're favorite. my favorite. Yes. Okay. So. Who would be, like, your dream, uh, like, is it called a host? Guest. Who would be dream your dream guest? guest? Like, like just somebody where, like, you'd shit rainbows if, like, you had them <laughs> on your podcast. Um, I, I, I truly, like, I don't know if I've thought about that long enough. It would definitely be, like, so, someone in the... Okay. I can name some people that I think would be really cool to have on my podcast. Like, I think Nicole Jardin would be... I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah. I think she would be really cool. Um, I think Dr. Jolene Brayton would be really cool. But, like... I've seen that um, name, but I don't know who that is. It's I think, like, the one... I think Dr. Laura Brayden. Yeah. If we had her on a, as a guest, I think I would just sit there and be like, tell, okay. me, tell me what's going on in your life. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Not anyway. I, I love all of our guests though. I will say though, I will say there's been I wanna think of like the ones where they dropped information that was kinda like jaw dropping for me. You know? The episodes you've yeah. already had. Yeah. Well mine obviously. Yeah. We'll link it in the in the comments. <laughs> we um, will. We will do that. <laughs> Francesca will. <laughs> um Doctor Angie Miller. She was really, really good. Is it Miller or Mueller? Isn't it Mueller? Mill. It's spelt Mueller, but she says it's Miller. Mm. That's how you say That's it. That's not how you pronounce your name, Doctor Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she pronounces it. Um, that one is very, on pelvic floor balancing your hormones. That one's pretty jaw dropping. Um, the other one that I was just like jaw dropping is, I th I think it's out by the time this one comes out is. Um, the men's side of fertility. I mean, there was multiple times during that interview I had to pick my jaw off the ground. Yeah. Hmm. So like I, I could yeah. I could I would have guessed probably the So if I was going to guess, I would probably guessed, you know, Dr. Angie Miller Yeah. or the like I know the mushroom thing was a really big deal to <gasps> oh, you when that like came out. That was wild. Um, that's a really old episode, yeah. but we'll we'll link that one. Literally, again, that's one of the ones where lit. Every, yes, every... again, not necessarily your favorites, but ones where that made a big impact on yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So, 
With that being said, yeah. one more question since you didn't answer my original question. Who's, yeah. your, who's your role model? You know, people ask me that and I don't, I don't really got one. So, like, maybe reframe the question. So, like, who is it, whether it's someone you know or, like, someone mm-hmm. you know of. So, like, an, an actor or an author or a mm-hmm. doctor. Like, somebody you know of like you've mm-hmm. seen their work or you've read their book or whatever do they have like um attributes that draw to you so like i mean this could even be like oh my dad because like mm-hmm. he has this trait and i just really like that trait so like for me like cam haynes is a big one because he's mm-hmm. just like every single day no matter what not running less than 13 miles like he just like mm-hmm. works hard every single day and so just like that work hard really draws to me i wouldn't necessarily say he's a role model but that Mm -hmm. attribute pulls to me so like what's one person Um, where they have an attribute where you're just like you feel like you just really like that i have like multiple people because i like different attributes of them yeah and so you do so like i have multiple different ones so it's like what would be just just pick one or two um so let's do this. Let's pick, like, yeah. somebody who's, like, big and well-known and, like, maybe your listeners would know of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then pick somebody who's not. So, like, maybe it's, like, a friend or a parent or... Um, so I will say someone that I always look up to for their education and, like, how much they know and I really um, relish is not the right word, but look to her for opinions because i think she's very smart is um dr jess um i always want to say her last name wrong so hold on one second um i don't know how to pronounce it i'm gonna she's gonna murder me but it's petros or petros or something like that not a very good role model she murders you (sighs) i know never meet your heroes people (laughs) (laughs) but um i love her knowledge base and i think that she's very well informed so I really enjoy her. Um, she would be really cool to have on the podcast too. Um, and then I don't know. I like um, really admire um, you know Brigida. I really yeah. admire how like she's such a she's so good at building relationships, like being a good friend. Like I I value that. She seems like a very positive person. Yeah, but, like, she's she's always someone that will just, like, check in and be like, how are you doing? Like, knows what's going on in your life, and I think I, she's a very good friend. Um, I, I value that trait. Um, okay. Yeah. Good job. I don't have I, – I could ask more questions. This is honestly kind of fun. <laughs> um, but I'm out of water, okay. and I have 45 minutes of a workout to do still. All right. Well, anyways, if you guys enjoyed this, please let us know. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G, and I would absolutely love to hear from you.